Welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me again today as we continue on our journey throughout the year of reading a, um, the daily meditation from James Allen's daily meditation book. Uh, this has uh, been a great experience so far, and August has really turned out to be fantastic month in the, in the beginning it was such a dramatic shift of topic or and, and uh, presentation almost it was uh threw me off a little bit but as we progressed through the month i've really gotten behind the messages that we've been hearing and uh, it's been great just been fantastic so i hope you all have been enjoying it this will of course be fresh to you and fresh to me meaning this what that meaning that this will be the first time that i hear or read the meditation right on podcast with y'all so you'll get my genuine response reactions observations and what i relate to about the reading so here we go this is august 22nd's reading from james allen's daily meditations if you would enter into the possession of profound and abiding peace come now and enter the path of meditation mm. Select some portion of the day in which to meditate, and keep that period sacred to your purpose. The best time is the very early morning when the spirit of repose is upon everything. All natural conditions will then be in your favor. The passions after the long bodily fast of the night will be subdued, and the excitements and worries of the previous day will have died away and the mind, strong yet restful, will be receptive to spiritual instruction. Indeed, one of the first efforts you will be called upon to make will be to shake off lethargy and indulgence. If you refuse, you will be unable to advance, for the demands of the spirit are imperative. The sluggard and the self-indulgent can have no knowledge of the truth. Wow. Well then, that was... That last line really is a heavy hitter, isn't it? That the sluggard, the drunk... Let me, I'm going to look that up, but it's commonly associated with a drunk... Well, I guess it can be a description of, to accompany a drunk. It's uh, a lazy, sluggish person. So, a lazy, sluggish person. Self-indulgent, so pleasure-seeking, only um, involving themselves in things that make them feel good. Which is an interesting thing to kind of grasp to is the goal in life isn't to make yourself feel good and everything you do should not make you feel good in a day if, you, if you've set up your day so everything you do makes you feel good that gives you a chemical satisfaction you're in for a bad time that's completely selfish self-centered and self-seeking and solely pleasure-seeking 
It'll drive you insane. Absolutely insane. So the sluggard, the lazy, the self-indulgent, self-centered, can have no knowledge of the truth. Very straightforward. Because in those circumstances, you're not willing to take the actions necessary to let go of the things you've relied on for so long to make yourself feel good. So those two things are incredibly important. And the first things we need to work on. The, the laziness, the lack of action in our lives, the self-indulgent, the self-medicating part of us just to make us feel good. So here we go. The opening line. If you would enter in, into the possession of profound and abiding peace, come now and enter the path of meditation. So that's the doorway. That's the path to walk is meditation. That's what we're saying here. If you would enter into the possession of profound and abiding peace, come now and enter the path of meditation. So meditation is part of this narrowing path, is part of the spiritual walk to make that connection to that power greater than yourself to that god of your understanding to something that thing higher than yourself that was a hard thing for me to actually swallow because i didn't want that to be the answer like i didn't want to have a power greater than myself let alone pray let alone meditate let alone help someone else god forbid But what this is saying, meditation is essential if you want to profess profound and abiding peace. Possess. Excuse me, not profess. All right, now the main body of it. Select some portion of the day in which to meditate and keep that period sacred to your purpose. This is so important. Meditation today is seen as such an arbitrary thing or a trendy thing or something to be easily dismissed in times of urgency, right? Um, I know for myself, the easiest thing to say is, oh, I'll, I'll meditate later because it takes time, right? It just takes time. And so when I'm in a rush in the morning, I'm trying to get to the gym, guess what I'll skip or guess what I'll cut short is my meditation, which I hate doing. I really do. But it shows the unmanageability that can still occur in my life just with time management. This and that going on. And it's pretty important. So keep that period sacred to your purpose. Keep that dedicated and devoted to Accomplishing whatever the purpose or task you've set out to accomplish. Let it expand and provide insight. Right? He goes on here to say, The best time is the very early morning when the spirit of repose is upon everything. So everything's quiet. Everything's subdued. Everything's resting. Almost. All natural conditions will be in your favor. 
nice thing is if you do it in the morning, right? Because again, it has the repose, but it goes in a couple other things here. The passions after the long bodily fast of the night will be subdued. So your hunger, your desire to satisfy your cravings for caffeine or sugar or carbs, fats, whatever it is, right? The passions after a long bodily fast of the night will be subdued. These things will be subdued. They will be dormant. You'll be strong yet restful and will be receptive to spiritual instruction. So he's saying set aside a time and always make a point to meditate. Fair. But then he's also saying the morning is the best time to do it because you'll be open your your body will be quieted in all areas your mind will be quieted in all areas and you will be receptive to spiritual instruction you'll be rested and strong and in a place where you can actually hear a message indeed one of the first efforts you will be called upon to make will be to shake off lethargy and indulgence and if you refuse, you will be unable to advance, for the demands of the Spirit are imperative. So, he's given us the first steps we have to take. So, meditation is going to be crucial to this, like the opening line said. And then he also stated some of the first things you have to address is to shake off your lethargy, right? Your, um, for your desire, your desire to not move. Let me go ahead and. Lack of energy or enthusiasm. So yeah, almost a depressive state, if you'd like. So shake that off. That needs to be one of the first things you do. And indulgence. These things that we justify to ourselves. We say, tell ourselves, oh, it'll make you feel better. I deserve this. Whatever excuse or justification that we come up with. Right? Or I just need it this one time to get through. It's Things are hard. Whatever. It can be a... a incredible list of things that you actually can convince yourself of at least long enough to give, do and justify what you need to do and justify reset but if you don't shake off that lethargy if you don't shake off that indulgence if and if you refuse you'll be unable to advance you'll be stuck Which is a hard thing to kind of hear and say, but it's true. You get stuck in these things. That's why the more work you do on your spiritual life and spiritual way of living, the further and quicker you will travel. the more spiritual progress you can make. The demands of the spirit are imperative. Some of this stuff's coming out of the Out from the Heart book that James Allen wrote as a follow-up to As a Man Thinketh. Both are fantastic. But I think for his first two, first two instructions in Out from the Heart, 
is the um, taking action and addressing the self-indulgence. So we're just talking about the two two steps that he suggests for self-mastery. So, all right, now this last line we've talked about a little bit already. The sluggard and the self-indulgent can have no knowledge of the truth. It would be wasted on them if someone was trying to give it to them. They wouldn't even be able to understand it or follow through with it in any way because of those two characteristics that they, people might have. And they enjoy still, right? They enjoy their procrastination or more so their laziness and having things just brought to them or self-indulgent who... Uh, only does things that make himself feel good. So, those types of people will never know the knowledge of truth. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. Thank you all for joining me tonight as we uh, continue our journey together. And I really appreciate everyone that's jumped on and listened. And I will be get back again tomorrow night. So, until next time, thanks. Thank you.